0: Today we continue our player evaluation series and we're talking about our first defenseman. We'll be discussing everything about Miro Haskinen from the 22-23 season, talking about him stepping into the role as the primary defenseman, talk about shooting the puck a little bit more often, and talk about what the role looks like for Haskinen moving forward as he's been in the league for a few years now, but still in the ripe young age of 23. All of this coming up on today's episode of Locked On Stars. You're Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Tuesday, June 20th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making Locked on Stars your first listen every single day. Be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube, follow along on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, and you can also find us on social media. Just search Locked on Stars on Instagram and Twitter. But today we are continuing on with our series of player evaluations and finally taking a shift to the defensive side of the ice and no better place to start than the Stars number one defenseman and Miro Heiskanen. And that's really where this discussion needs to begin. Emiro uh, had plenty of heavy expectations placed upon him, as he usually does going into the season. But this past year, especially with the departure of John Klingberg in the offseason, he went he goes and signs that deal with the Anaheim Ducks to get the money that he thinks he's worth. But that leaves a void for the Dallas Stars of them needing a primary defenseman who can lead the way on both sides of the ice, play that lockdown defense, Around the net, but then also quarterback the power play and motion the offense from the blue line. Miro Haskinen jumped into stardom this season with that role now placed upon him. Uh, He went from 36 points in the 21 22 campaign to 73 points. Uh, All of that improvement over the course of a year. And all it took was for him to step up into the primary role. And it really, you know, worked out quite nicely. Uh, Where the stars were able to, you know, have Haskinen play in the NHL and get valuable minutes, valuable experience. But I think, I don't know if we would have seen this type of production had he been the number one guy from the get-go just with his youth and and inexperience. But, you know, then he gets those few years under his belt. And say what you want about John Klingberg, at one point he was one of the better offensive defensemen in the league. So I'm sure Miro was able to learn a thing or two from Klinger uh, before he left to go play in Southern California. But now Haskin, in a few years into his NHL career, comfortable with the game, comfortable with the speed of the game, able to fully embrace this role and produced to the expectation uh, that the fans and the coaching staff in the front office had for him again, 36 points to 73 points uh, just in the course of one season. He was second on the team in power play points only behind Jason Robertson, a massive driving force for why the team was so successful on special teams. Of course, brought plenty to the table defensively with the penalty kill, but also could operate comfortably on the power play with, Uh, Granted, four very talented players that made his job very easy, uh, but he was a huge reason for why the Dallas Stars power play was as effective and successful as it was this past season with his passes uh, and his shots from the point. He was everything that Stars fans could have hoped and dreamed for uh, going into this past season on both sides of the ice. Just countless times you, you watch a play unfold where there's maybe a potential breakaway opportunity or you know, a two-on-one, uh, you know, with a different defenseman or a different player trying to get back, and it looks like the Stars might be down a man in that situation, but then Haskinen comes barreling down the ice at full speed and is able to break up a pass or, you know, use his stick to poke the puck away from whoever's carrying it. Uh, so many opportunities for the opposition taken away because of the speed and defensive prowess of Miro Haskin, it's an incredibly difficult thing to track, in terms of statistics, but if you watched the Dallas stars, as much as I did this past season, you saw it just about every single time that he was on the ice. And you probably saw it multiple times uh, within, you know, a a singular game. Uh, It wasn't just a a every now and then occurrence. It happened quite often, which maybe there's something, something to be said about the performance of the stars in that regard, Uh, but maybe you can afford to play a little bit looser. uh, If you know at times that you're going to have one of the fastest skaters in the league, on the ice wearing your team's sweater in order to track down the opposition and break up whatever play might be developing. He also was a huge reason for the star success in the postseason, playing so many minutes. Uh, I don't know what the final number was, but I know for the longest time he was leading the NHL in time on ice across the board, uh, just with you know the, the demand for his skill set out there on the ice every single night. And it started in that Minnesota series, especially your down a man and Joe Pavelski, even though that's a forward uh, became even more you know needed for the defense to step up with one of the better forwards on the team down for the count. So very impressive to see Haskin and continue to play the amount of time that he did, even though, you know, he well, early on in that Seattle series, he gets injured and he gets those stitches to the face. He continues to play uh, with the the bubble on his face, the mask on his face, incredibly uh, tough for him. I know that he had mentioned he had trouble eating and had trouble sleeping because of that injury, uh, but really at most times you couldn't tell, and it didn't affect his play too terribly much. I mean, he just went out and continued to take care of business and, business as usual for Miro Haskin and just dominating the opposition on every single front, showing his toughness from a physical and mental standpoint, uh, a huge catalyst for the Dallas Stars in the postseason. And it's what you expected him to do. You expected him to step up and play uh, to that level when the lights were shined the brightest. Uh, unfortunately, not able to continue to show off uh, that prowess in the Stanley cup finals, where I feel like, you know, you saw some development there a few years ago when they played the Tampa Bay lightning. I think he could have been a very effective player against the Florida Panthers. Unfortunately, not able to see it happen uh, this year as the Vegas golden Knights would go on to win, but still an incredibly impressive season from Miro Haskinen, as he jumps into the role as the primary defenseman on the team. And I think we're, this is just a small taste of what we can expect to see from him as time continues to go on Uh, just we're going to see him continue to grow more comfortable in this role and continue to grow as a leader on the team you want to talk about guys who may maybe not a captain of the team one day although I think that certainly could be in the cards a guy who is just going to be looked up to uh, across the board for years to come just with how hard he plays and his commitment to excellence both for for himself but also for the team around him. He's a team-first guy, and I know that the guys in the locker room love to play alongside him, and of course, many of those forwards, especially those that share that top power play unit with him, are the beneficiaries of his skills and expertise out there on the ice. However, there are a few ways that we can expect and hope that Miro Haskinen will grow in this offseason and continue to take his game to the next level. You'd love to see him you know, knock a few more pucks in the net on his own and score a few more goals. We'll talk about how he can do that and why it matters coming up next. Today's episode of Locked On Stars is brought to you by our friends at eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is the perfect fit. And it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit you can be sure that every part you need fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check to know if the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are fully guaranteed. So get the right parts and the right fit and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen every single day. For continuing to tune in, uh, and all the everydayers out there making Locked On Stars a part of your daily routine, even here in the off season, uh, as we continue on with our player evaluations for the twenty twenty two. 2023 season we're discussing Miro Haskinen today the number one defenseman on the Dallas Stars who rose to the occasion and and, you know wore that title with pride and executed uh, that plan with excellence of him taking over the role in the absence and departure of John Klingberg but there are a few areas that I think Miro Haskinen can continue to develop his game uh, and grow in as this next season approaches that there's one thing I'd like to see more of from him going into the 23-24 season It's goal scoring. 73 points for Miro Haskinen is phenomenal, especially, again, given that he was coming off of a 36-point season in the previous year, and that was his previous career high. Uh, He has now shattered his career high, broke Sergei Zuboff's record for the most points in a single season by a Dallas Stars defenseman. I'm not saying that 73 points is bad or underwhelming numbers or that even 11 goals is bad because it's not. It's not underwhelming, but you just know that Miro Haskinen, as gifted and as talented as he is, that there's probably more to be unlocked there. You look at guys like Eric Carlson, who scored 25 goals in San Jose. Kale McCarr had 17. Adam Fox had it 12. And those are the three Norris Trophy finalists this season. And I think that there's something to be said there. And I know, you know, people might say, oh, Miro Heiskanen." Uh, you know, got robbed of being a Norris finalist. And I I do agree to some extent, I think he probably should have been a finalist over Kale McCarr, but there's some recency bias there of McCarr winning the award last season. And even though he missed a huge chunk of the season, you do have to admit that Kale McCarr was still pretty productive for the most part. And I think those 17 goals were a big reason why he ended up being a finalist over Miro Haskinen and Adam Fox, even though uh, it Also, I think Miro maybe could have gone in over him as well. Doesn't matter too much because Carlson's probably going to win the award, uh, which does show uh, that, you know, as much as it is an award for the best defenseman, doesn't necessarily have a ton to do with defense, even though Miro might be better uh, at that than maybe all three of those finalists, especially Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson doesn't even play on the penalty kill for his team. But I digress. Different conversation for a different day. Actually touched on it a little bit on yesterday's episode, But Miro Haskinen is in a weird situation where he's, you know, I think now finally kind of entered into that conversation of the league's elite defenseman, or at least he should be in that conversation. I don't know how people can look at his output and look at what he did this past season and say that he's anything less uh, than a top 10 defenseman in the league. And I think he could potentially put himself in the top five category if he continues on this upward trajectory and take more shots, which going into this episode, I was actually surprised to see that Miro Haskinen is ninth in the NHL in shots for defensemen. I actually expected him to be a little bit lower on that list, uh, but I, I, I just feel like there were so many times that he had chances to shoot, especially on the power play, and we would see him either hesitate or opt for a pass, which isn't always the wrong decision, but there were certainly a lot of opportunities for him to shoot where he didn't. Uh, And sometimes he would say even after games that maybe going back to certain moments he would shoot, uh, but that there's still a little bit of hesitancy there at times from Miro Haskin to shoot the puck, although we did see him do it a little bit more often this past year. And I think that showed with him being ninth in the NHL for defensemen in shots. But I think that scoring more goals will likely lead uh, to more success for him and for the team. And I think. You know, there, there, there's probably some other factors that go into it. He probably did shoot the puck at times, but, you know, especially on the power play, you probably have Jamie Ben or Joe Pavelski down there by the crease, and you might be getting a tip-in goal from one of those guys where maybe Miro gets a shot or gets a goal, rather, if that shot goes through untouched. But that's just, you know, what happens when you play on a power play with, you know, a guy like Ben who likes to crowd the crease area and then Pavelski, who is one of, if not the best goal tipper of all time. And, and, you know, I, I think there's also something to be said that he doesn't always feel the need to shoot because he's oftentimes surrounded by guys who exist to shoot the puck. I don't really think that there's too much wrong on the power play of passing the puck to a rope hints or a Jason Robertson. If you think that they have a better opportunity to shoot and a better opportunity to score because they're going to be a little bit more accurate with their shots and probably maybe have a little bit more firepower on it as well than a guy like Haskin, who certainly can rip it if needed. Uh, but. Again, Rope hints Jason Robertson. You don't want to give those guys, uh, you know, you don't want to deprive those guys of the opportunities to do what they do well, which is shoot and score. So if Miro can add that new layer offensively though to his game and find a way to be a little bit more of a productive goal scorer, I'm talking somewhere in the 15 to 20 goal range consistently, uh, probably a little bit closer to that 20 goal range. I think that he can, you know, truly enter that conversation of being a top five defenseman in the NHL. I think he's very, very close right now. Maybe even an argument to be made at this moment, especially when you factor in the actual defensive side of things. But I think if he can improve that, uh, the team will get better. He will get better. He'll also be a Norris Trophy finalist, probably as early as next year. He probably doesn't care about that as much as I do, or some of the fans do. I just do think it's odd that he doesn't often get the recognition uh, that I think that he deserves. And I'm sure many of his teammates and coaches thinks that he deserves as well. But as I said in the previous segment, he's a team guy and he wants to put the team first and he wants to see the team be successful. But I think they can be successful if he can add that offensive goal scoring to his game starting next season. Well, there's plenty more to discuss about Miro Haskin and we've talked about a lot of his skills on the ice, but I'm interested to see what his role looks like off the ice and helping younger defensemen develop their game. We'll talk about that coming up next. Third and final segment of today's episode of Locked On Stars. Finishing up this player evaluation over Miro Haskinen, who had a phenomenal 22-23 campaign, looking to duplicate it next season uh, with the Dallas Stars, as he is now well into his, I guess, relatively new contract, where he is making 8 by 8 And I do think that he is worth every penny at this current juncture. Everything the Dallas Stars could want and more. And he's only 23, still has the majority of his career ahead of him, uh, which is just crazy to think about with how skilled he already is, how developed he already is in his game, how comfortable he is in his game. 23 years old, will turn 24 on July 18th. But still, so much that he's already accomplished and so much more to be accomplished by a guy like Miro Haskinen, who you know missed a good handful of games last season, only played 70 games, but we saw him, you know, be a lot healthier this past year playing 79 of the 82 games. And I think that showed on the score sheet with his 73 points. He was a plus 12 overall for the team, just an absolute weapon uh, night in and night out for this Dallas star squad. And I think that a lot of that offensive firepower and the defensive prowess will carry over into this next season. Not too concerned about that, but something that I'm curious to see Miro Haskinen embrace as time continues to go on is his role in mentoring and being you know a a go-to guy for the younger players on the team and I think that we've already started to see that to some extent with guys like Thomas Harley in the 23 Stanley Cup playoffs Harley is probably going to be making that full-time jump to the NHL roster this season which I know I'm very excited about and many of you listening and watching at home are excited about as well as he showed plenty of potential and flashes in the playoffs and you have to imagine that some of that came from watching Miro Haskinen play and probably getting to practice alongside him, play alongside him at certain points. And I think that that is going to benefit the organization in the long run to not just have Haskinen as an elite defenseman, but then you start to factor in guys like Harley who are still really young and still have the majority of their careers ahead of them. Don't know if we'll really ever see Harley get to that Miro Haskinen level, but if we can see him be a decent number two option uh, that helps add depth to the defensive core, which the Dallas Stars desperately need to do this off season, if they're looking to get better. I think Niels Lundqvist falls into this category as well. Niels actually did get to share a defensive pairing with Miro for a good chunk of the season, especially early on. And I think he benefited from that. And I think Niels is learning to play a little bit more confidently as Miro Haskinen had to learn to play with more confidence in the early stages of his career. But it's very unique that you have a guy who has now played five NHL seasons, but is still only 23 years old to have a guy who can be a teacher and a mentor to these younger players like Niels and Thomas, but also, you know, you still get the value of them being in their prime and being a truly elite player. So Miro Haskin is in a very unique situation in that scenario where he gets to you know, be the go-to guy for these younger players. And I'm sure that, you know, you even look at a guy like Leon Bichelle coming up through the system, Christian Kairou coming up through the Stars Prospect system as well. Those guys, and really all of those guys, different builds than Miro Haskin in some ways. And, you know, at times play a little bit of a different style, but I still think that there's plenty that Miro can teach. Uh, and even if he doesn't have to audibly teach a player something, just getting the ability to watch him in games or in practice, I think is pretty special uh, and an opportunity that not too many players get with some of the personnel on their current NHL rosters, So as excited as I am to see what Miro does in his own game in terms of defense, uh, setting up his teammates, and goal scoring, I'm also excited to see the effect that he has on his teammates this season and how that will impact their careers moving forward. But that is going to do it for today's episode of Lockdown Stars. Thank you so much again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube. Follow along on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. You can also find and follow us on social media. Just search for Locked On Stars on Instagram or Twitter and follow my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. We'll be back tomorrow, probably starting to jump into some draft talk. I know the Stars still only have their second round pick or that is their earliest pick in the 2023 NHL draft. But we can start to look into some of the options and who they can go after. Uh, with that 20 or that second round pick uh, in the upcoming draft starting next week. But I hope you guys enjoy your Tuesday and we will see you back here tomorrow.